Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. You know, one of the things we like to talk about is uh, uh, what's going on, particularly in the commodity space, what's going on in, uh, you know, various things of interest in the stock market space. And one that, uh, you know, really doesn't get a lot of conversation, but I think is really interesting, is what's going on in the area of zinc and why zinc is a vital energy metal making a vital environmental impact. And so with that, uh, I'm uh, excited to be able to visit today with Ron McDonald, the CEO of Zinc 8 Energy Solutions. Uh, Ron, welcome to the program. Uh, A little bit about you and your company before we get started. Yeah, so Zinc 8 Energy is a very novel uh, renewable energy and storage support company in that we produce uh, long-duration energy storage batteries. And what that allows us to do is to, uh, is to monetize more electrons coming from renewable energy and to integrate them better into the grid. So ours is a technology that's taken about 15 years to develop. We're pre-commercialization. Uh, we are the type of technology that is being encouraged by U.S. government programs to locate their manufacturing in the U.S. to accelerate the move from fossil fuels to renewable energy. So we're really just very pleased to be part of that uh, of this new revolution that's happening in the energy sector globally, but most importantly in the U.S. Yeah, talk about why this is uh, why this is important. You know, one of the things I I have uh, read about, and in fact uh, got even information from your team about, is the interest by the uh, Senate Majority Leader uh, in this, uh, Chuck Schumer. Uh, talk a little bit about that and why that you know his public support is so important uh, in this. Just beyond the obvious, right? Uh, the government can do a lot. <laughs> when it comes to promoting these things. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, we had been in touch with uh, Senator Schumer's office because there was a lot of federal uh, policies that were out there. One of the early policies was to secure supply chains for the metals that are needed to have a renewable energy manufacturing industry. Most of these metals are coming from bad players. They're coming from China and they're coming from Russia. And China has shown in the past that uh, it is not averse to using the access to these metals uh, as a weapon. They did it against uh, Japan about 15 years ago and had a dispute over some, some islands and shut their entire industry down. So they, the United States government has been saying we need to secure these materials. We need to have uh, a, a pivot over to renewable energy away from carbon-based, and we need the jobs that come with it. So we got in touch with them and said, you know, uh, you should know a little bit about us. Number one is that we're zinc. Uh, we use zinc in, the, in, in, in our battery. That, that's what makes it work. It's plentiful. It can be secured in, in the U.S. or in the old NAFTA. And then everything that we've got in our system uh, is, uh, is sourceable in North America, so there's no supply chain issues. So we had gone back and forth with them on that. And then one morning I got a call, 6.30 in the morning, I was down in New York, and uh, it was Chuck Schumer. And uh, he knew a lot about the tech. He was very passionate about uh, the programs of the U.S. government and said, look, I want you to come here. There's money for you guys to come down and start manufacturing, creating these jobs, and I support what you're doing. I think the other thing that really grabbed him was that, uh, you know, it's a closed-loop system. We put the zinc in once, and that's it for 20 years. And the second thing is that it's fully recyclable and there's no thermal runaway. So, so yeah, so it's nice to have a backer like that and somebody that works to understand your technology and to help introduce you uh, into the U.S. marketplace. 
Talk a little bit about uh, the various applications of zinc. You know, it seems like lithium, when we talk about energy, uh, lithium pretty much uh, sucks up all the energy conversation uh, simply because of the e-cars, e e-vehicle uh, movement. Yeah, uh, yeah. But zinc has huge implications, and, and I, I don't think, and applications, and I don't think a lot of people are familiar with that. Kind of, kind of dive a little deep on that real quick. Yeah, so uh, the lithium, uh, thank God for lithium, uh, that it allowed for the, the beginning of the revolution over to EV, electric vehicles, and a considerable amount of the CO2 that's killing the planet is coming from us driving combustion engine uh, cars. So uh, it, it is a high-density um, uh, technology. There's a number of technologies there, but one of the problems with it is that uh, it's got thermal runaway, and you're seeing more and more news of fires and indeed deaths in New York and places like Vancouver here attributed to those batteries overheating or being punctured. So, so, and the other thing is, is they're really good for low, you know, short duration batteries. When you get into the longer duration batteries, uh, things like lithium are really not appropriate. Uh, flow batteries are, and zinc flow batteries, are, and we're not the only ones, there's a couple of other technologies different than ours, but using zinc. Uh, have come to the fore because it's plentiful, it's cheap, it's recyclable, it's non-flammable, and it's non-toxic, and it can last for 20 years. So, so it's one of these areas that's had the struggle to say, me too, look at me over here, because of the interest in lithium. And as a result of the interest in lithium, big utilities now are starting to say we need 15, 20, 50, 100 hours of storage. And so, bingo, that's, that's our market, and, and that's what this battery was developed to serve. Interesting. So talk about what kind of impact it's currently having and what kind of impact you expect it to have. You know, what, are, what is the status? I mean, like, again, uh, lithium is, is ubiquitous uh, and, and growing at a breakneck uh, pace. Um, talk about where the status is of uh, zinc and how you ex project it uh, expanding in the uh, years to come. Really, in yeah, the next well, a couple short of term. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, in the short term, lithium prices, uh, nickel prices, rare earth prices have gone through the roof. Uh, they've gone up over 700%. Well, they're way more than higher than that. So it's going to put a bit of a damper on the growth of the lithium-style technologies, particularly for longer duration. So for us, as I said earlier, like zinc is everywhere. So, uh, so for us, we're looking at what is that long-duration energy market. It's in the trillions of dollars in the near term in the next 7 to 10 years. There's only about five legitimate players globally that are going to be able to start servicing that market within, within the next two to two and a half years. And we're one of them. So, so we've had to change our, our whole investment and uh, strategy uh, to develop larger batteries that are capable of doing longer duration, higher voltage in the short term. So that was really a, like a four-year project for us because currently we're, we'd be doing 50 kilowatt batteries, say, for the New York market, the buildings market. And so, uh, you know, we had to change because the market told us that they're changing quickly. So the growth in the sector is a hockey stick growth pattern. Um, you tell them Canadian, it's a hockey stick, and it goes up on the curve. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with the other, our other competitors do the same thing. They have a look at this, and the market is, is the future market projections are growing so high that companies like ours, uh, in order to gain the benefit of early entry, have got to invest a lot of money in R&D and listen to the larger utilities and to, with what they want. Uh, 
And so that's what we're doing. So, so we're going to be investing heavily in the next couple of next year. So we're going to be doing it in the U.S. I've already announced that we're going to have our factory in the U.S. And hopefully in you know, a very short, very, very short period of time, we'll be announcing specifically what state and which municipality. Uh, and it's all because of policy. I got to go back to policy because I'm, you know, I'm a recovering politician, haven't been in federal politics in Canada for 17 years. It's policy. And so the U.S. government has put their money where their mouth is. One of the things that they've done for companies like ours that could manufacture uh, systems that can help with the overall objectives of carbon reduction in the U.S., they've put out massive programs of support through the tax code that for a company like me, by 2020, 2031, could net us between 2 and, and $3 billion of support. So what companies like ours have to do is that we have to bridge that short gap while these programs get in place without slowing down the development of the products that the market wants. But this is a trillion-dollar market. It's going to be lots of jobs. Our first plant is going to create five to 700 jobs, and that's just the beginning. And there's many others like us out there. So you know, it's nice to be at the front end of the new industrial revolution and that it's supported by, uh, by policy and it's supported by the tax code. Yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. Uh, and again, you're you're out of uh, Canada. Uh, frankly, I got that in about the first three minutes of the uh, conversation <laughs> with uh, with uh, when you used the word about. Uh, <laughs> I knew instantly uh, you're, where you were from. Um, where are you located? In your factory located in Canada? Where are you developing uh, in uh, the United States? You mentioned New York. Is it, is that going to be your primary uh, location? Of course, that's what Schumer is. Yeah, from, look, so uh, that, that makes sense. Well, 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 but I'll tell you what makes sense. I mean, when we burst onto the scene, we were the first sink air battery technology anybody paid any attention to. It's because we won a, a competition, the New York Power Authority, two, two and a half years ago. Uh, they had 102 different companies, non-lithium technology, so they didn't want lithium, six hours and above, so they wanted long duration. It was 102 companies. We beat every company out. And then three months later, NYSERDA out of New York State had another competition and with a private sector partner that we had, we won another one. And then we won uh, the uh, the New York City Department of Buildings uh, challenge to decarbonize the city. We won that one. And then we won the New York uh, uh, City Real Estate uh, Developers Association. We won that one. So we know that the technology has applications in New York. We're going to focus on New York City as our first market. But there's a local law 97 there that compels, it requires any building over 25,000 square foot to reduce the carbon footprint by 40% by 2030. That's near. <laughs> and uh, there's 60, uh, There's uh, and if you look at, well, what does that mean in New York? There's over 60,000 buildings that will have to comply. So... Um, so in New York City, they, they they have thrown a spotlight. They've supported us. And so our product, uh, early product development market is going to be New York State and New York City in particular. So we're getting ready. This is a year that we're going to make some significant moves in that respect. I already announced that we are going to the U.S. And we expect our first production in 2000, uh, late 2000, and, uh, or sorry, mid-2024. That sounds like a long time and planning for a factory and stuff like that. It's pretty short. So uh, I, I, I've got a couple of days here that I could just sort of think about that. But we're making some big moves, and they'll be very clear in early January. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very interesting. So, um, and, and you're talking about, how, you know, where you are. You, you're, you still sound relatively early in what you're, uh, what you're doing. How, how old is the company itself? company uh, in this iteration is about 13 years old. 
Uh, we're very much a novel company. Like we, we have 23 patents. We've got seven filed, and there's another nine that we'll do by probably second quarter of this year. So we're not taking somebody else's IP and just, you know, um, you know, gussing it up so that it, so that it, 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 the market likes it. What we do, what we're doing, is very novel. So we've got not a large R&D department, got a large engineering department, um, and uh, so yeah, we we are just ready. We're, we're pre-production. We've already built models in our in our factory for uh, for testing. So that's been done. So the next year is to put all that together, but we will be producing products, commercial products in 2024. So that's, uh, that's pretty close. And then, as I said, like the market start off with, you know, 20 megawatts of products, then it goes to 40, then it goes to 200, then it goes to a thousand, then it goes to, you know, 6,000 pretty quickly over, over the period of time. And that is simply because the market is, is saying, this is what we need. We will use every support by the U S government and policy with the Department of Energy to make sure that we're we're that company that is able to help uh, the U.S. meet those uh, those objectives because they're they're objectives that must be met. Yeah, uh, glad to have you on the program, Ron McDonald, and a very interesting topic. Former member of uh, Parliament, uh, CEO of the Canadian Parliament to be precise, CEO of Zinc Eight Energy Solutions. Uh, final thoughts as we wrap it up. Well, just a final thought. It's going to be a big year, and a lot of people are worried about the economy because of uh, you know geopolitical things like the war in the Ukraine and things like that. And they've asked me, well, "Are you worried?" And normally, as a CEO, I would say, "Yeah," because you watch these macroeconomic trends. I am not worried because the U.S. government has set these targets, and they put the uh, they put the instruments in place. So, if anything, I think that uh, the renewable energy and the, the energy storage industry generally. Are, are going to be where we're going to attract a lot of investment. And other parts of the economy uh, may not be doing as well. This is supported by solid policy, supported by the tax code, and you're already seeing it happen. Like over the chip sector, they did the same thing, and they're attracting tens of billions of dollars in foreign investment to produce uh, chip products for, you know, for your cars, electronic chips. There. We're only six months behind that in, in the announcements the U.S. has made. So I think it's going to be a very interesting sector to watch for savvy investors in, in, uh, through two, 2023 and 2024. All right. Get your, uh, give your website as we wrap it up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, zinc8energy.com. Zinc8energy.com. Ron, thanks for being with us. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.